Hello and welcome to Forget the Numbers. Um, today we're doing a SEMA special on what to expect when you're doing your SEMA exams with Learn Signal. Um, I'd like to introduce Paul Russell. Hi um, everybody. Paul is our case study guru. Uh, my name is Alan Lynch. I'm the head of education with Learn Signal. And I guess today what we're trying to talk about is the Learn Signal way, Paul, and why it's different what we have set up. Because I think from day one when we talked about Learn Signal doing SEMA, it was about we're going to be different and we're going to do it in the way we think, not mm. in the way that maybe the industry has has mm. pushed certain things towards. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, know, I know what you mean. I, I, I think, in, in a nutshell, I think that the resources that we'll have available for this uh, first launch of February 20 um, are going to focus on what students need, Alan, to pass the exam. Yeah. Now, you're looking at me a bit funny now. I know why. What because it's the, the obvious thing? <laughs> yeah, well, b b because if, for me, I mean, I've been teaching the case study exams for 10 years and for the old syllabus, the 2015 syllabus, for the last five since Fe the February 20 setting. And for me, I don't want to talk about other providers. There's brilliant providers out there. But for, for me, a lot of the resources that are or have been available um, approach the whole case study area in a way that for me doesn't help students pass the exam or requires them to do so many different things that aren't helping them to get towards that pass mark. So going back to the, the, the key element of your question, what our course is going to do is provide them with exactly what they need in a, a slightly more condensed format, but that's not going to impact upon the quality level. I think our uh, mock exams, our strategic analysis, et cetera, et cetera, is going to be really, really good. So the difference really is, I guess, in summary, a focus on what do you actually need? And indeed, outside of that, what are the things that students do repeatedly that fail case study exams? Mm. We're going to give you 100% fix on that. And then linked into that, what are the type of things that students do who always pass case study exams, Alan? So I, it doesn't get better than that. Yeah, that's true. So it sounds much easier when you say it that way. And well, there's no, there's no know, mystery. It's, it's a lot of mystery around these passing professional exams, but no, they're no, it's pretty not. straightforward. It, it's, it's straightforward, and, um, but I mean, students need proper guidance. Um, and I think you know, when it comes to case studies as opposed to sort of just traditional style exams, perhaps that simply examine content, I think there's a lot of, um, you know, rubbish that's mm. thrown around in forums and, and by certain people here, there and everywhere that puts students on the wrong path. And, and, and what we're hoping, obviously, is from February 20, that the path that we're going to put students on is a very clear one. It, it has a set of stages. It's simple to employ and it's good value for money. Okay, well... I'm going to start, I guess, when we started looking at SEMA at Learn Signal and starting, um, I guess, to put the course together. And we've recently launched all, all the OT for the mm -hmm, new syllabus mm -hmm. starting in November. Um, but when we looked at case studies, and I guess we tried to get a handle on student behavior. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the things that surprised me, um, with me not personally having a SEMA background, is that it's like... It's like the, the Olympic 100 meters, the data pre-scene comes out, the gun goes off and everybody starts, but nobody actually starts before that date. It's like everybody's priming themselves, yeah. but they're actually not priming anything. They're just sitting there losing knowledge on a, on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, so I guess the starting early thing, um, 
seems to be something that certainly we've talked about and we want to bring in mm-hmm. uh, and get students kind of encouraged to get that early start with SEMA. And what, what is it that they're not doing that they're missing out on? Well, I mean, th- there's a couple of things. I mean, I think that I'll sort of answer your question in, in two parts. Um, let me firstly say that certainly with the whole area of the pre-scenes and, and, and SEMA, and note that it's not going to change dramatically in any way going forward with the new syllabus. The pre-scenes are the pre-scenes. Uh, you need to look at them. But there's a fixation, Alan, with the pre-scenes, and there's a fixation with the industry relevant to the imaginary company. Mm-hmm. So the pre-scene comes out, students are waiting for it, they download the PDF, and they're, they're fixated on that industry, thinking that the answer or the success in the exam is going to be based on them finding out about that industry. It's not, okay? Case study exams, in a nutshell, are about exam technique, okay? So the second part, to actually answer your question fully, is there's so much that students can do, Alan, prior to the precinct coming out. Several things, but we're, we're limited to time here. Number one, past examination papers, mm-hmm. okay? There is obviously a set of... Uh, past case study papers going back to February 2020, the first sitting of the uh, the 2015 syllabus. That's very, very useful information. There's five different variants on, on each exam. There's a lot of stuff there. Outside of that, you know, the examiner's reports, you know, the examiner's reports are gold dust, and yet students aren't using them. Yeah? So in a nutshell, we will have on our portal a variety of different resources that aren't dependent upon the industry. And students need to be accessing this stuff. They can prepare several weeks before that pre-scene information is released. Several weeks. So they're jumping ahead, and I think we'll have lots of content on our site Mm -hmm. um, that maybe you're putting together Mm -hmm. for that period of time and and encouraging students to get ready for exam, because Mm -hmm. exam technique, you can never start too early. Absolutely. Um, We get to the pre-scene, so the gun goes (laughs) off, and Mm -hmm. the PDF comes down, and they print it out, and... They see at the top, oh, it's about the movie business. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, within half an hour, they're on Wikipedia looking about the movie business. Yeah. <laughs> what are the, 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 more, the do's maybe, but mainly like, what are the don'ts? What are those uh, blind alleys that when people get to pre-scene that students kind of run down and hit yeah. a wall, don't realize they're hitting the wall and just keep banging away yeah. at the wall? Well, I mean, I, I guess, I, I mean, I guess the thing is, is you know, you've, you've done so many different qualifications, um, Alan, and so have I. I think the thing we have to recognize is it's such a stressful situation for students. You know, it could be maybe they're at their SCS exam and, you know, they're, they're, they're about to finish, or maybe it's the first case study, it's the OCS. This is a stressful situation, and, you know, students, you know, will be out there looking at different resources, getting different information from different people and different tutors. This is a tricky time for them. Um, what I would say specifically in, in relation to answer your question is, so the pre-scene comes out. Let, let's say we had it there, Alan, mm. in front of us, okay? It relates to an imaginary company in the industry. Now, what the pre-scene does, that document, 20, 25 pages at whatever level, is provide us with context in relation to the company. What it doesn't do, you know, hidden within the pages, is provide us with hints or tips as to what's going to come up mm-hmm. on your variant. Okay. Now we're moving, as we know, from a variant from five variants to three. Mm-hmm. There's only going to be three days. I think it's a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday um, that you can sit the exam. So there's going to be three variants. The chances of you being able to look at a pre-seen document over a six-week period and find something that's going to appear on your variant 
are less than zero, okay? So that's point number one. Let's not do that, okay? The second point is that, you know, in terms of the use that we've seen, if I'm saying, well, let's not get fixated about it, what am I saying we should do with it? Well, first things first is it provides us with context. What we need to do is we need to use the pre-scene in the context of mock exams. In other words, you know, the, the case study exams are about technique. So how can you get better at technique on anything? Well, you tell me, how do I improve my technique on uh, um, riding a motorbike? Yeah. Ride it. Ride it. Yeah, yeah ride it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So that's what they need to do. They need to get stuck into our mock exams. Mm. You know, whether or not they get them marked or not, that would be great if they can't, but they certainly need to be doing mock exams. And the pre-seen information needs to be used in that context. And it's a trial and error thing. You know, as I was saying to Katie um, earlier on, that we all have to recognize, and, you know, case study students need to recognize, you know, no pain, no gain. Mm. So the, the pre-seen needs to be used in the context of a mock exam, yeah? Now, whether or not the students sit it um, cold uh, under full exam conditions with their first marks, okay, maybe they won't, but certainly as they get towards the exam, they need to be um, doing mock exams uh, regularly and indeed uh, building in or building up their uh, precinct knowledge. I think a lot of, and it doesn't matter what um, qualification, a lot of what students do is question spot. And to be honest, if they'd studied <laughs> rather than trying to figure out what questions yeah. they would have actually achieved more. And, it's a risky and business. It is a risky, a business, risky but, business. But it's not even one exam, and now it's six exams because the one pre-scene is for two sets of exams. Yeah. So, like, you have you have six exams on one set of pre-scene. Mm. So, first of all, you're trying to guess that your question is on any of those papers. Mm. And then, secondly, it's on the one day that you happen to pick to go in. Yeah. And, and the lottery would be a better bet. Yeah. The lottery, you might get better odds on the lottery, to be honest with you, in yeah. terms of a win. And it, you just made me think also of just this, you know, something that you mentioned earlier on about, you know, when you're doing professional exams, whether it's a case study exam or otherwise, you know, putting it very simply, isn't passing it on all about doing enough of the right activities and less of the wrong activities? Yeah. And really the essence of what students will see when they come onto our portal is just that. Yeah. Our focus is on let's do lots and lots of activities that are going to help you pass and we'll provide you with those resources and let's not do too many activities that are not going to help you pass. For example, fixating for six weeks over the pre-scene. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, no, because it it's not getting you any value and no, you're just going to go in and to be honest, you'll know everything about the pre-scene and nothing about the content. Yeah, but I mean, the thing, the thing is, I mean, I, in terms of this fixation, I, I don't blame the students for doing that. I, I'm not saying to case study students or researchers for case study, I'm not saying, you know, are you crazy that you're focusing? I'm not saying that because to be honest with you, it's something that's encouraged in certain quarters in certain places by people that are guiding students. Mm. And that's my worry. I'm not having a go at anyone. I'm just saying that sometimes, from what I've heard, students are guided towards fixating on the industry. Whereas I think, well, that's not going to help them. Why are they doing that? So they need proper guidance and they're going to get it from us. Okay. Um, when we're looking at um, students doing an exam, so the natural inclination is two things, especially in SEMA. First of all, you concentrate on the pre-scene. Mm -hmm. And then the other temptation is that you see a question on I don't know, governance comes up in the pre-scene mm -hmm. and you forget it or governance comes up in the exam. You forget about the pre-scene. You forget about what they're trying to tell you. And you tell the examiner, 
everything you know about governance. Dots. Yeah, yeah. So you have your three, so you've done your three OT subjects beforehand, and then you go, I know so much about governance. Yeah. I am kind of wowed pants off that examiner. And yeah. you mentioned nothing, and the pre-scene just... After six weeks of panicking about the pre-scene, it gets set aside. Yeah, and there's yeah. like miraculous comments about governance. Well, that, it's funny though because if you look at the guidance that has recently appeared on SEMA's website for us all and for SEMA students, uh, you'll find that the biggest one of the questions that uh, I attended a webinar recently, but given by SEMA on the new case studies, and one of the uh, the areas that they discussed is what are the SEMA markers and the SEMA examiners really annoyed about or what have they been really annoyed about over the last five years? Mm. So with the old syllabus and the old case study exams and what came up, exactly what you just said. In other words, not answering the question, knowledge dumps. That's the thing that really, really annoys them, understandably. You know, uh, you've got to answer the question that you've been asked. You can't wheel out what you would like to have been asked because if you do you're not going to pass the exam and we have guidance and we'll have guidance uh, when we go live on our course on how you can avoid doing that particular thing and it's crucial Alan it's crucial so for every uh, topic and SEMA is no um, different certainly in the case study levels um, pass rates could be better, I think. We don't like, I think, uh, mm-hmm. and I, I'm sure you'd find, you mentioned boards earlier and, and online discussions, and mm-hmm. you'd find students who are, have all these visions of ACCA or SEMA or anybody else sort of sitting there kind of go, oh no, we're only allowing 18% of our students to no, pass. Yeah, Whereas they are sitting happen. there praying that these students get a Nirvana moment and 50, 60, 70% of people are passing. And that because that's what they want, and they can't. And I kind of agree with them. They can't make the exams any easier because enough students aren't passing. Yeah, I don't. So, yeah, I don't think there's anything going on. I don't. I really don't think or, there is. No, or I, anybody. I read that as well. And, and you see all of that, and it's kind of go well, like in a way. And I think the one thing about Learn Signal is we're pretty straight and talking, and like these are professional exams, and we always say people have to be professional. Mm-hmm. And in the way they answer, they approach their study, and the way they answer their questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and why do you think the pass rates are so low? Well, so you've, you've read you the examiner. Broadly speaking? Yeah, broad, broadly yeah. speaking, because you've read the examiner reports and you've yeah. talked to students. What, what? Well, I think there's a couple of reasons. Um, I think that um, I think that if I was to pick the top one and try and make my answer as succinct as possible, I would say that students are approaching case study exams in the incorrect way. In the wrong way, in a nutshell. So, and this isn't a sales pitch. What we've designed, what we've planned, what you and I have knocked heads about, Alan, for for six months is okay. Well, what's the right way? Mm. And we have that in a sort of a pint-sized, if you will, format laid out in a set of stages. So, in terms of the pass rates, for me, students have been not properly guided. There's a lot of information out there that isn't correct and doesn't make sense. They need an understanding of what the exam is testing. It's, for me, it's a little bit like I was thinking about this the other day because I knew that we were going to be doing a podcast. It's a bit, a bit like getting walking outside, getting in your car, not knowing when you're going to go, 
and putting a blindfold on, clicking the ignition and going off. <laughs> so that's that's what's been happening over the last five years. And we don't want that to happen mm. going forward. So in other words, let's take the blindfolds off. Let's be clear on what they're testing. Let's be clear on what you have to do in order to increase your exam technique skills. And we'll guide you through that process. Yeah. That, that That's what's been happening. And um, it's frustrating, to be honest with you. Because, because as you said earlier on, you know, let's be clear here. Um, passing professional exams is not something in the planet Zanussi. It's not brain science. If you employ enough of the right activities over the right length of period with the right resources, you're going to pass the exam. That's it. That's the end of it. Yeah. If you don't, you then won't. you're not. It is a, it so is a formula. Let's not confuse ourselves yeah, yeah. here. That's the bottom line. So, so my frustration is, um, you know, the, just making sure or, or, or trying to get as many students through case study exams over the last five years as, as I can. And I've had good success of that. But, I mean, it, it, it's not about me. It's about, it's about just getting the message across, mm. getting students doing the right things. Because, you know, the pass rate shouldn't be where they are, but they are because the students are not being guided properly, in my opinion. And I think uh, finding a group that we are, um, and I'm personally targeting is the wrong word, mm. but um, it's what I don't understand. So mm. we have the, the, the <coughs> gateway students and those gateway students are coming from MBAs and master's programs. Mm. And highly qualified people. Highly qualified people mm. who um, seem to come to SEMA and, and I'm hoping you have more of an insight, but mm. is, is it a... Is it a, a, an understanding that they know so much that they're trying to share too much? Because their pass rates are the worst, where you think um, that they're better armed to, to take on a professional exam than yeah. a lot of other students who wouldn't have that same level of education or background. Yeah, I mean, this is something that I have seen um, really from the off um, with the 2015 syllabus. The difficulty for... Um, what I refer to as gateway gateway mm. um, students coming in from a MSc or MBA background, and the, there's a couple of things going on there. In, in terms of the the main reasons, and it links to what I've said previously, I think the main reasons are you know we're dealing with SEMA here. We're dealing with a completely different qualification to what they've done. You know, you could have done a, an MBA in Harvard, brilliant. But this is SEMA, and SEMA have their own way of doing things. They have their own way of examining things. They have their own syllabus, mm -hmm. yeah? They have their own marking guide, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, you're, you're comparing black with white, yeah? yeah? So does, why would that in itself, with a, a, you know, a, a solid MBA, so why is that creating a problem? Again, unfortunately, I have to go back to what I've said previously in terms of that the messages that students, some of those gateway students, are getting from certain places is not so good. So that when they come in, they sit and they do their, their MCS exam because they're required to do that MCS and then go, go forward. Um, the MCS is, is an exam that needs to approach in the right way, as I've said. So they're getting guidance and they're, doing, they're not doing the right things. Mm. Okay. The other problem that they have is the managerial level subjects. Yeah. In particular, F2, okay? They have a major issue with F2 because the depth of coverage in F2 and SEMA F2 in comparison to what you would do on a traditional MSc, even if it's finance orientated, it's or specifically an MBA, 
is in no way linked. Yeah. Absolutely. Again, you're talking a different language. So F2 causes a problem. E2 not so much and P2 not as much, but certainly F2. So typically, um, uh, typically students struggle with the F2 tasks. Okay. Yeah. And then if you combine that with them getting poor guidance, um, then you have a recipe for disaster. And the pass rates, I think you said to me that they're, eight, is it 18%? 18%, yeah. 18% for gateway students. Yes. Okay, well, that's crazy. Yeah. So, so there's something seriously wrong, and it'll be in the area of what I've described. Okay. A- absolutely. And I think where they'll benefit from using LearnSignal, I guess, to bring it back to why we're talking, I guess, mm-hmm. um, is the fact that um, when they're doing the case study with us, they'll have access to all of the previous knowledge. Absolutely. So when they come across something maybe in mock exams that we do or in the prep work that you do, and they kind of go, oh, I don't know that part of the course, they have access to that. They can go look at the video and they can get that background knowledge. Yeah, um, I mean, th- this, is, this is the beauty um, uh, of, of what we're doing here in terms of just easy access to Information. Let's say that it is a gate, gateway student. Easy access to information in each of the three subject areas. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's literally a question of literally clicking on the video, spending 10, 20, 30 minutes, whatever it is, just focusing on on that area. Yeah. That's quite an unusual resource. Yes. You know, so if you combine that then with the with the message uh, that we have in terms of how you should approach your studies, and indeed all the do's and don'ts that uh, students will see, then, you know, we're hoping that those pass rates, certainly for the gateway students and indeed all students, are going to go up, yeah. you know? Well, we certainly look forward to sharing the Learn Signal way with all our, our new students. Absolutely. And um, <coughs> you who are watching or listening to this, we do wish you the best of luck for your future uh, case study exams. Um, we hope you've done them with us and you're very successful. We're looking forward to seeing you. We are looking forward to seeing you. So thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.